the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Welcome to your Thursday morning briefing. Here's what you need to know to start your day with your host, former Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo. Produced by Joe Sibilia. With news guy Al Gatulo. And traffic with Debbie Duhame. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AI the there you go, Alice. I'm talking about, baby. Who's this, Albert? Joe Bonamassa. Yeah. Yeah, and who are you seeing ten- uh, tonight? You going? The record company. That's tonight. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Bonamassa is playing at the end of the month uh, on the 23rd. He's playing at the uh, Count Basie. Uh, this is the play- record company. CL with his head, right, oh, yeah. Joe Sevilla? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> These guys are awesome. Yeah, awesome. sounds good but actually. You, but you walk away from the concert with whiplash. <laughs> no, no, no. Gonna go to a chiropractor? No. <laughs> I got a buddy went to a concert. Never was the same after. <laughs> You'd love these guys. Joe. How long they've been around? Uh. Uh, about four or five years. Yeah, yeah. And it turns like, out, it turns yeah. out the uh, drummer in the band uh, is, knows a friend of mine was actually in one of his bands uh, in college. And then yesterday, I find out from a high school buddy of mine, mm-hmm. we're chatting because I was talking about some of the concerts I'm going mm-hmm. to this summer. And he mm-hmm. goes, "How come you're not going to Journey and Def Leppard at, at City mm-hmm. Field?" And I said, "Well, you know, it's on a Wednesday in the middle of the summer. I don't know if I want to drive all the way out to Queens." He goes, "Well, I'm doing security for Neil Schoen." He says hello. I'm like, "Wait, what?" So apparently Neil lives in Nashville, and my buddy who's a retired cop is doing private there security. There you go. And he goes, oh, yeah, he says to say hello. I said, well, you know, if you want to tell him to give me two tickets, you know, uh, you know, on the arm at City Field, you want to leave him at the door, I'm happy to carry a couple of car uh, cases. Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah, he starts yeah. laughing. He goes, I may be doing his security for the tour. He says, if I do, and I'm going now, to this, who's this, who's this, who's Neil Schoen, the, the lead guitarist of uh, Journey. Ah, oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. Al, you are something else. So you're a kid at heart. Yeah, okay, so I was like, yeah, dude, if you're going to be in town, uh, dinner's on me, man. I mean, you know. You know and listen to this, wow. dude, just on the other end of the spectrum. And by the way, let me yeah. know when, when, when yes, Dr. Siegel Yes, we're, we're trying to get him. We have a guy. No, it's okay. So, so uh, Joe, you're, Joe's going to see. Are you ready mm-hmm. for this? Yes. Listen to concerts. You go to see. Yeah. He's going to see Steve Lawrence's son, Stephen Eady's son. Yes. They go, only you would go to that. Host? What's Stephen Eady? What's his name? David Lawrence. <laughs> oh, all right. So now, now David, David is, is very prolific yeah. because he was the composer of the score and wrote some of the songs for all three of the High School Musical films. Oh, 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 oh like that. The whatever those uh, films were on, like uh, not the Disney the, Channel. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they were huge. They were huge. Oh, oh we yeah. did that. Okay, all right. Wait. So this is him. It might be. Yeah, well, it says. Joe, are you going by yourself? This is a, a tribute to the music of Edie Gourmet. Yes, this was a, a CD put out a couple of years See, ago. See, it could be a problem why sometimes you can't meet women, because if you say, mm. I want to go to a concert, let us see Edie's yeah. son, David. Who? 
Who's He's playing at Carnegie Hall? No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is how he sets it up. We're going to Carnegie Hall. Wow, that's exciting. Who are we going to see? <laughs> Zamfir? <laughs> Zamfir, they might know. David Lawrence. Who's David Lawrence? He's uh, Stephen Zamfir is opening. Opening yeah, for us. Right. It's going to be a that's great right. concert. And then oh. we're going to go home and we're going to watch the best of Charles Nelson Riley. I'm t- but it's not our boy. But you have to understand, boy. it's not just David. He has a, a, a oh, woman. I, I, I can't think of what her name is, oh, but there's well, another woman they, who sings with them. Who, well, that's the hook. If you ask somebody, you go. You go oh, not yeah. only, not only is it. No, we wish you all the best, and it's going to oh. be great. And then Carnegie Hall Beer comes in. You know, yeah. but oh, think about Joe, it. You it's, are too much. You Dice too is, much. is doing Carnegie I, Hall know, in I just two see. weeks. I tell you, just was thinking that exact. And same then thing. David Lawrence. I mean, could you get too too further from the spectrum? Imagine if David Lawrence was opening for Dice. Very. <laughs> Dice should be opening for David Lawrence. Oh no, please! Oh yeah. man, oh, it's like, what Pat, are you doing here? What are you here? What are you here for? The Pat music? Cooper couldn't even open for Stephen E. <laughs> He would, they didn't. Did they? Did they kind of clash? You said. Oh could, yes, yeah. He what did he clash with? Where did he <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well. There's the infamous story. They're at the funeral for a comedian named Morty Gunty who passed away. Who? Morty Gunty, sure. Yeah. No, I knew who that and, guy and, was. Sure. And, and Edie says to Pat, "Oh well, we've lost a great friend. He's not your friend. You never gave him top feeling. How dare you!" Yeah, the funeral is Screaming at Edie Gourmet at Morty Gunty's funeral. I wish Pat Cooper was there. Oh, I love those and then, moments. And then he that was supposed great. to open for them that at the Hilton. Great. Uh, he, he was supposed to, okay, he, okay, he, yeah. He said he's supposed to open for them at the Hilton. And then they said, <laughs> and they always say it's nothing personal, but Stephen Edie say to me, it's nothing personal, but we'd rather have Jack Carter. Fine, but you tell me why it says Stephen Edie on the marquee and Jack Carter's an eye test. <laughs> an eye test? Steven Eadie don't bring the business in. Oh, uh, man. He was, remind- I, miss, I miss Pat. I miss him. God that, bless him. That, God reminds bless him. Me, that reminds me of the Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, when Larry man. David, when uh, Funkhouse's uh, dad passes away, and Larry, yeah, da- Larry yeah, had lent yeah. him the golf club, and the golf club is laid out in the coffin, and he's trying to figure out, i got to get that golf club back. And Jeff is looking at him like, no, you can't do that. What are you talking about? And he reaches into the coffin to get the golf I club. I know. Chaos ensues. It's so funny. Hey, a lot, so are they redoing a new season? Well, unless well, not redoing. Yeah, they're doing one more season. I, one I'm more not, season. Good. I'm good. not That's sure good. when That's it's great. coming out, but there there's going to be uh, one more season. Of oh, yeah. you guys are so funny. That's so funny. And uh, no, Larry, because uh, back by popular demand, I'm sure everybody's watching. Oh, it. And when and again, I got to plug um, Fly in the Wall. If you get the podcast, I put it out on social media and um, with uh, Dana Carvey and David Spade. We just yeah. chatted and we were talking about Larry David and when, uh, that, that was on the, the, the podcast where it was playing baseball with Larry at the improvisation. Larry right. was, he was like that at the clubs and when I came in, he had been there two years prior and he wasn't surfacing. In the clubs. At the clubs. Right. And then he, and then it was, and this is, I told you this before, he'd get up on stage. He was so intellectually, conceptually brilliant that we would watch him and study his comedy because he was always so smart, but he would get literally into fights with the audience. They would say something and he, he couldn't let it go. He would just fight right back and it was hysterical. And then he, we used to play baseball and we were on the ball field together. And a great athlete, by the way, Larry David was. So just interesting to see. And then he, and then don't forget, he got hired when I was on SNL. He got hired to write for SNL, and and but he came just on to write, not to perform. Just to write, just right. to write. Yep, yeah, he, he to write. And I said, well, "This is great," because I know John DeBellos was a friend. He got Larry on, and Larry just didn't click. And then Larry left, and he went to a show called Fridays, I believe. Yes, uh, that's correct. Right, and that, that's a, who was in that? It was ABC? Jim, Jim, that was uh, ABC uh, product. 
Friday. Yes. Yeah, so, so, and that was like going up against Saturday Night Live, but on Fridays, of course. So, but Larry went on. But Listen, wasn't he, it on earlier? I, I seem to recall Fridays was on at like ten o'clock before the yeah. news. Right? Yeah, but on a Friday night. Yeah, right. exactly they tried right. to do edgy yeah. stuff even though it was yeah, late, yeah. but it didn't work. Yeah. But people but what forget a- about the Howard Cosell Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that was the original. That was the, that was the original Saturday Night Live yeah, that Lauren that produced. The, yeah, the NBC Saturday Night Live was not called Saturday Night Live. It's just called NBC's Saturday Night. Night. That's because right. ABC that, owned the rights to that. And then right. when that's that right. went off the air after a few weeks, but, they called it Saturday Night Live. You know what? And the, but there's a lesson in entertainment when you think about it. Because for for me to go on, you know, I did four and a half years at the Improv, and then all of a sudden went on to SNL to national television. So I was thinking about the time I graduated college in '72. Uh, you know, you're figuring. Like, like uh, seven, eight years later, then you're on national television. That's a pretty quick climb. Larry was as brilliant as he was. He, he It took him 20 years, but when he made it, he owned it. Right. He owned it. And he went on. He joined you with Jerry Seinfeld. The rest is history. Yeah. So he, so you got to, the, 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 you know, the impetus of that story is to hang in there because it's a great, yeah. great show business Look at, story. Uh, I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Look at Michael Yuselon from uh, the Batman films. My I mean, man. He, you know, he bought, yeah. you're one of my best friends. Yeah. I know. He bought, he bought the rights to Batman back in the great 70s story. after great Superman story. the movie came out in 1978. Yep. And it yep. took him almost 10 years before, some, before Warner Bros. 12 years. Say, uh, 12 yeah, years. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. Well, the movie came out in 89. So, yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, 11, 12 years before... He actually got that movie made, and with Michael Keaton, when everybody said there was no way he was ever going to get it done, and yeah. everybody thought his choice of Michael Keaton was yeah. incorrect, and it turns yeah. out he was. They wanted Pat exactly Cooper, wrong. but <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael. Michael, you no. a Jersey guy, lawyer, right. doing great. And you know he, the guy he, who made and, out on the movies. And Michael, and Michael calls he calls himself a uh, comic book geek. Yeah, and here he is now, executive producer of all the Batman movies. Right. God bless him. So you doing know the guy great, who yeah. made out the most on those those first two Batman movies. Actually, I think it was three Batman. Right. No, four. Let's guess. Let's guess. Yeah. Well, he was in the first. He was in the first Batman movie. Wow! You, you, and he's a very well-known actor. Um, I'll give well, you one hint. Okay. okay he was okay. in the Star Wars movies. Uh, he was. Uh, he played Lando Calrissian. Uh, um, Sam Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Uh, no, uh, you're in the. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I think Sam was a little young then. Uh, Billy D. Williams. Oh my God! So is Billy that right? D. Williams, yes, that, Billy D. Williams was that. cast in the first that. Batman as Two Face. He was cast was as Harvey Dent. It was a black guy. Yeah, was no, no, I, I wasn't going to okay. say that, but I'm glad okay. you did. All right, okay. so P I S C O P L for Black History Month. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. So, so please, Billy. Sell- Billy signed yeah. a contract to do. He was contractually obligated to do four movies. He was signed as Harvey Dent, who was the district attorney who becomes Two Face. Yeah. So he um, uh, he does the first movie. He's in yeah. a very brief scene at the at Wayne Manor where he's uh, you know throwing dice or whatever in this and that. He yeah. is subsequently in the next three movies. They never they never use him. They have to continue to pay him. And when wow. they recasted wow. the role. And gave it to Tommy Lee Jones. Wow. He still got paid. He got wow. paid buku money it, for it, doing what, nothing. Isn't that the Joe Pesci story with Lethal Weapon? Because they weren't sure he didn't want to do the film. Remember, right? Like the second or third, whatever it was, I forget. Right. And then they said, and then they said, Joe, look, we'll get, and they gave him an extraordinary million. Oh a yeah, week and I'm sure like they that. gave him a percentage. Yeah, but he yeah, did the yeah. movie. No, not Billy. a percentage. They said we're going to pay you, and if we don't use you, and they and they waited, they waited, and they still had to pay Joey. Very smart move. Very smart. But move he was in. That. He was in all of the movies. He was. Yeah, in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that. But he was going. He wasn't. They had to talk him into it. Yeah. Eddie so they sweetened the pot then to to get him to to. Do it like I think it was. I forget who it was. Oh no, 
Um, Alec Guinness was the one of the first actors in the seventies to guy. to turn down a lot of money from Twentieth uh, Century Fox. Not a lot of money at the time; it was a lot of money. He he asked for a percentage of the box office from Star Wars. He got it. He got like a wow. percent and a half or two percent. Wow! His estate still collects money on the movies. He that, made a ridiculous amount of money, see, and then Nicholson did that with Batman yeah. and and made millions too. But see, Alec Guinness, I think, was the first one to do that. See, I, we were we was at Mike Connors, and we were talking about state. I said, you know what's going to happen? I know what's going to happen is that uh, when I die, somebody's going to go come over, and some some young producer is going to come over. They're going to see my ridiculous life. They're going to go. Did this? Did he really go through all of this stuff? Oh. And then they're gonna go. And then wow. lifetime, lifetime. You're gonna have who, who was the real Joe Piscopo? Joe do Piscopo a lifetime story. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. The Rob Lowe is Joe hosted, Piscopo. hosted Rob, by Joe Rob Lowe. I should be so lucky. Special guest, <laughs> the late Frank Morano. <laughs> no. Jason Alexander is Frank right. Morano. <laughs> what is that? What is, we're casting the film. Right? No, I, I was saying it would be a documentary, but who okay. Plays, who, plays who plays Al? Who plays Al? Oh, no, Al? no. They <laughs> always do the docudrama. Some fat guy come in and start yelling. That's all you need. Oh, my favorite story about that is I told you we were doing the Miller Lite commercials right. with the great Bob Giraldi, one of the great directors ever. And and uh, he would he would he directed all the Miller Lite spots for us. Right. And so they would, <laughs> I think I told you this before, we're going upstate New York and we're shooting the, uh, the zombie one, the Halloween zombie Miller yeah. Light ad, you know, right? So, so we're on there, and I'm with Bob, and he's and it's 35 millimeter, big time, big budget, and the, the commercials were really swinging. So I'm going, oh, this is great. So now, uh, there was I had to run from like a whole like field, hundreds of yards from one point to the other point, and 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 I looked at Bob, who I knew at this point we be, we became very good friends. I said, you gonna you, you can do a long shot? Is this a long shot or close up? He goes, no, it's a, no, it's just a long shot. Just, you'll you'll never see your face. I go, okay, and he goes. He goes, and I should have read it. He goes, I can get somebody to do it for you. I go, all right, get that. Is there a double here? Yeah. So they got some guy, 300-pound guy. With the, run. <laughs> <laughs> the guy couldn't run. And I said, all right, all right, get him. That's funny. That. That. <laughs> you want a double? You don't want to run, you lazy bum, you little brat, star <laughs> brat. He goes, I did. He had some guys flubbing around, running around. I go, uh, all right, Bob, I got it. All right, I'll do it. I can, uh, I can, I can do that. Give the oxygen. Hang on. Joe Piscopo gained weight on that one. He really let himself go. I love that. I love when somebody, when you see somebody and they oh, gained a little weight, the first thing as soon as they walk away, you know, he really let <laughs> yeah. himself go. I, mean, I know, Jesus. I know. You couldn't, you couldn't mess with Bob Giroldi. He's great. To this day, great guy. Hey, Joe of the radio, let's, let's make sure, you know, Dr. Siegel, God bless him. He is, um, I see he's coming on now and then maybe we could adjust something, Joey, here because he's so busy helping out so many people, Dr. Siegel is. He's such a great guy. So let's see what we can do. Let's take a little bit of a break here with Debbie and then we'll, we'll uh, reorganize everything 19 after 9 with Debbie Duhame on the roads thanks Deb thanks Joe we're going to go out to the Taconic Taconic northbound at the Croton Reservoir Bridge getting up through Yorktown it's an overturned vehicle traffic is moving slowly over on the Cross Island south by Northern Boulevard with an accident just cleared eastbound BQE slowing down by Atlantic Avenue another crash just cleared Staten Island Expressway westbound by Bradley Ave. Construction in the HOV lane. That's going on till 2 this afternoon. Throgs Neck Bridge busy into Queens with construction. Major issue on the Palisades Parkway southbound. Getting down toward exit 15 in Stony Point. Everything closed with an accident there. Watch for slowdowns on Route 1 north at Ridge Road in South Brunswick. It's a stalled car. Traffic slowing down at 287 north exit 13 up through Bridgewater. Looks like an accident being cleared. 
Partly cloudy today, high of 49. Cloudy tomorrow with a high of 45. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Hey folks, Larry Elder here. You've probably been hearing me endorse Y-Refi for some time now, and yes, it's true. I invest my own money with them. What makes Y-Refi so different from other investments? Let's quickly break it down. Y-Refi offers a secured, collateralized portfolio with a strong, fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. There is no attack on your principal if you ever need your money back and you are in control. You can let your investment compound daily or take income, whatever you choose. There are absolutely no fees and an investment in Y-Refi is an investment in America's future. Simply call 888-Y-REFI24. That's 888-Y-REFI24. And when you call, you will not get a sales pitch. Just the info you need to see if Y-Refi is a better investment option for you. Or log on to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com. And make sure you tell them Larry Older sent you. Eric Metaxas explains the significance of church. We have to wake up those who call themselves Christians to understand how vital it is that we get in the fight. If the church doesn't understand its job, its role to speak out against evil, to stand against evil, to fight against evil, if they just say, oh no, no, we're just doing church, we're just preaching the gospel. If you don't get the role of the church, evil wins. The Eric Metaxas Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer is bringing Dr. Lederman's expertise in alternative cancer treatments to prime time every Monday night at 7. Dr. Lederman is triple board certified in radiation oncology, medical oncology, and internal medicine, and is the first physician to perform non-invasive body radiosurgery in the Western Hemisphere, treating thousands of patients covering nearly every size, site, and type of cancer, large and small, primary and metastatic. Listen to Dr. Lederman Monday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me, Mike Gallagher, and Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Patriots Alaska Cruise this summer. It's going to be an incredible opportunity to engage with other like-minded patriots on an epic seven-day cruise over Fourth of July. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join Dr. Gorka and me, Mike Gallagher, from June 29th through July the 6th. Call 855-565-5519 or reserve online at Patriots Alaska Cruise. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Let Us Do Good Village in Land O'Lakes, Florida, is a community that will have about 100 homes for the foundation's program participants. Two families have already moved in, a Gold Star family and the family of a severely injured hero who served our nation moved into the community's first smart home. The Let Us Do Good Village is a special place where together families can heal. It's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Let Us Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The Arthur Idala Power Hour. Weeknights at 6 on AM 970. The answer.
Hey, uh, Joe Piscopo on the radio, uh, 924 in the morning. Appreciate you being with us. Um, and I'm telling you what, as I, we open the show, I go through like uh, 24 hours as we go off the air. You know, Mike Gallagher comes up and then, you know, we go a litany of things. You got to go. I do, I'm doing, you know, voiceovers and stuff and, and then running in, like I'm going to run in to do Jimmy Fayla's show today. But then I, then all the news unfolds and I get so frustrated and it kind of builds up all night. And then I, we just blow it out, you know, at six o'clock and we blow it. So it's nice to deviate a little bit, uh, like we just, uh, just did for the last, uh, 15 minutes on the air. You got to laugh. So, and, and, and rest assured, I think we'll get to where we want to go because I know you do worry and I, talk to everybody so worried about it, and you should be but it really is and I, I say to the people and I always like to address the folks that are on the line who are like Democrats or on a borderline or libertarians that it, it doesn't matter if you throw the party idea out don't don't go with the party and the Republicans as well you got to vote for the person you really got to vote for the person because what happened now and how the party just took over and in lockstep they put this administration in and look where we are. Just plain look where we are. And that will answer your question. But rest assured, I think we'll get to where we're going. And we are honored, and I'm honored, to come on the radio every morning to bring you the best absolute guests that you will see anywhere on television or radio. I say that with the greatest of humility, thanks to our producer, Joe Sibelia. So uh, Dr. Mark Siegel is uh, joining us, professor of medicine at NYU Langone Medical Center, author and contributor to Fox News, all around great guy, Dr. Mark Siegel. Dr. Mark, welcome back to the show. Awesome to have you with us, sir. It is my honor, Joe, to be with you. That's Let's start and end with that. It is an honor to be on with you, and uh, I'm here to keep you in great health through the airwaves. Well, and, and I know you got, you're such in demand, and you have so many patients, yet you take the time. We appreciate it more than we could tell you. Can we start here, Dr. Mark, while we have you? Elon Musk Neuralink brain chip. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. You know, as you get older and you look at Joe Biden, I'm thinking to myself, Dr. Siegel, is that a possibility that you'll have a chip in your brain that will stop Alzheimer's, do you think? Well, you, you actually just jumped categories. So let's start with the, the really interesting idea of what this is for. Neuralinks are not just Elon Musk doing this. Many people are doing it, uh, many different groups, with the idea of getting people to feel sensations, let's say, in their legs again, who are paralyzed, or to aid them in walking or in basically continuity of the nervous system in areas where they're impaired. That's the first part. You know, that's really amazing. That's going on now. That's being shown to work. And and that digital interface, what we're calling it with, is really, really remarkable and can be aided with artificial intelligence. So that's really, really great. Then you said this issue of using it to help with cognition and with understanding and with thinking. I'm wondering when you mentioned the the poor president, let's let's call it the poor president, that somebody actually would be beaming thoughts in rather than via teleprompter would be via the control room you know the presidential Ooh. control room oh, oh. that's scary that's wow. scary and that's wow. ma- that's manchurian candidate stuff yeah. and that you know you recall the manchurian candidate yeah, absolute great film. reference great I like reference the original. i like the, there you I go. like the original the best there you the go, original was the, <laughs> Can't touch it. You're right. Frank Sinatra, you're absolutely right. Oh, my gosh. That, that is the brilliant one. So you're right. So with the Neuralink uh, capability, uh, Dr. Siegel, you could you could t- technically put something in from a computer and it would hook right into your brain. And you're right. If you had a politician or something like that, it, it might help Joe Biden. But I mean, <laughs> I need to be. But uh, but you're able to communicate from an outside source then. 
Well, let's hope that th- that this goes in a pathway where that can be prevented by by security. By you know, I mean, look, we already worry about that with our computer, right? You're sitting there with your computer and you wonder if China's controlling it or not. That's well, right. if it's in your brain, it'd be even worse. I, I think that, that that would be paramount of any kind of right hand turn in the direction of of brain function, rather than what I just said, which is overcoming peripheral mm. nerve problems or under yeah. we, but let's let's be really clear we yeah. really need this for somebody who's working with uh, paralysis or artificial limbs that's unbelievable we cannot block that advance but when you talk about cognition and thinking and the idea of external mm. control that's scary and that's where yeah. we have to draw a line and so at the very minimum Internal security would be really, really important there. You do not want that to be controlled from the outside, even in a, even in a manner where you might consider that helpful. That's, it, that's not what this is, Joe. That's not where we are now. But, mm. you know, critics out there have already said, how far away are we from that? And we're not very far away. Yeah, and Dr. Siegel, while we have you, if I may, on, on Alzheimer's, are advances being made? I mean, because we see, I mean, you see more and more people, and I hear more and more people. We just heard about Jay Leno, great, the great Jay Leno, what a sweetheart of a guy. And his wife, a uh, very young age, again, dementia, and now he has to take control of the estate. You hear that more and more. Any advances in that regard, sir? Well, first of all, we're, we're having tremendous advances in terms of being able to diagnose it early being able to find proteins that are associated with it, with it early. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. The treatments that we have out there, which block plaque formation, have a lot of side effects. And I'm not an enormous fan of them. I think they're useful in some cases, but they only approve by about 30%. I think the holy grail here is going to be to block those proteins before they form, to figure out why they're forming genetically, and to yeah. reverse the genetic problems. We're about five or ten years away from that, maybe closer to five years. We're going to have dramatic treatments and cures for Alzheimer's. We're not there yet. We need to recognize that neuroinflammation is at the heart of it, that something caused your brain cells to inflame, and, and then the, the plaques, plaque yeah. proteins formed. But these abilities to tell the proteins before you even have Alzheimer's, which is where we are right now, is hugely important. Meanwhile... You've got to do what Joe Piscopo does. You have to exercise <laughs> today. You have a Mediterranean diet. You've got to look. You've got to look people in the eye. You've got yeah. to stay engaged. Get, get the Joe. Overcoming yeah. hearing problems decreases the the rate with which Alzheimer's develops. You've got wow. to stay in the game. Wow, you stay in the game. I love you for that, Dr. Siegel. Again, and the issue of the day, if I may, sir, before we let you go, the impact social media has on mental health. I've been talking about it all with those hearings yesterday in Washington, sir. I think that's a huge, huge problem. And I've interviewed the Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy, about this. He's written a lot on loneliness. Here's what social media does. It causes isolation, alienation, and then somebody fills your brain. You talk about filling your brain. Somebody's filling your brain with negativity, with competition, with perfectionism. You're not up to that body image. You're not, you don't look quite as good as Joe Piscopo. And then, you know, <laughs> you, you, you start to get self-loathing. That's yeah. social media. It's a contagious negativity. Oof. It's best to keep our kids off of it a lot of the time. I'm guilty at that. I let them do pretty much what they want unless it gets really, really crazy. But uh, you, you just got to constantly. Yes, sir. Here's my answer. Government should not be controlling this. I don't want the governor, government or the governor telling anybody to stay off of anything. Families, you know you, you can't do it by that kind of control. You've got to do it by alternatives. Have that dinner 
where everybody checks their iPhone at the door. Have yeah. that where you're looking each other in the eye. Do family activities. And yeah, yeah I, I'm okay if schools don't let you have your iPhone in the middle of a class either. Yeah. So yeah. figure out ways so that you ha- have more in-person, eye-to-eye time to replace the social media time. Uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, he is the premier physician in, at the very, very prestigious NYU Lango Medical Center, a professor of medicine over there. With great respect and love and gratitude, Dr. Siegel, thanks for always taking the time with us. Great chat this morning. Goodness gracious. Thank you, Mark. Can't wait to see you in person, my friend. Love to see you, and great to be on with you always, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. Dr. Mark Siegel, great guy, incredibly knowledgeable. Uh, uh, again, physician and NYU Langone is just a spectacular in the name of Ken Langone, our mutual friend of, of, of uh, Mark Siegel and I. What a great guy Ken Langone is. And author Mark Siegel is and contributor to Fox News and takes the time with us on the radio. What a plethora of information. I love this. Hey, you know what? We're going to keep keep going. It's 933. I was going to give you the news and then we're going to go to Robert Law. Robert Law is director of the Center for Homeland Security and Immigration at the America First Policy Institute. And uh, we're going to talk about what's going on with immigration what do we do we have migrants now attacking police officers now it's getting to the point where it's it's there is there is chaos in the streets how do we stop it and robert law will weigh in in that regard 933 al on the radio on am 970 the answer news opinion passion this is am 970 the answer. 39 degrees at 934. I'm Al Gatulo with local news first. Here's what's going on. Uh, workers are calling it quits less frequently, a possible sign that Americans aren't confident in finding another job. According to the Labor Department, Americans quit 6.1 million fewer jobs last year than in 2022, which is a decline of 12%. Just three industries, leisure and hospitality, government and healthcare, accounted for the bulk of job creation in 2023. Most economists say job openings right now are at a healthy level. The Federal Reserve uses the data to determine if there should be any additional rate hikes to help curb inflation. There are about 1.4 open jobs for every unemployed person, and while not quitting as much, most workers aren't being forced out either. Economists expect growth to cool significantly in 2024. A bill ending smoking in New Jersey's casinos is getting a green light. The state Senate's Health, Human Services, and Senior Citizens Committee has voted to advance a bill that would ban smoking in Atlantic City casinos. Blackjack and poker dealers have pushed vigorously for a ban, saying they're being exposed nonstop to deadly secondhand smoke. It's argued for years that prohibiting smoking would eliminate 3,000 Atlantic City jobs because gamblers who smoke would take their business to Philadelphia. In sports, Nets unable to earn their third straight win. They fell to the Suns at Barclays Center 136-120. to 120. And this sports report brought to you by Relief Factor. Get pain-free today. Stuck in traffic? Debbie Duhame has got the answer. Good morning, Al. We're seeing delays on the Taconic northbound at the Croton Reservoir Bridge. It's an overturned vehicle getting up through Yorktown. Also delays on the Palisades Parkway South Exit 15 and Stony Point. All lanes closed. Accident tow trucks are at the scene right now. Let's see what's happening on 287 northbound. You're slowing down by exit 13 up in Bridgewater with an accident over there. And 1 and 9 northbound, that ramp into Route 22 west in Newark. An accident with injuries. Watch for slowdowns as you head to Route 1 north at Ridge Road in South Brunswick with a stalled car. LIE west at Glencove Road. It looks like a stalled construction vehicle. Whitestone Bridge busy into Queens with some ongoing construction. Throgs Neck Bridge into Queens. It's ongoing construction. And the Staten Island 
Expressway westbound out by Slauson Ave. Construction in the HOV lane until 2 this afternoon. Partly cloudy today, high of 49. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Michael Rosario from St. Anthony's Neurology Group in St. Petersburg, Florida. CIDP, which is the acronym for Chronic Inflammatory Demyelinating Polyradicular Neuropathy, is an autoimmune disease in which our own immune system creates antibodies that target and attacks the nerve's outer covering called myelin. Damage to this protective covering causes interruption in nerve signal leading to nerve dysfunction. When the nerves do not work well, we call that neuropathy. CIDP is one of many types of neuropathies. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Are you ready to embark upon an unforgettable expedition this summer? I hope you'll join me, Mike Gallagher, along with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and our special guests on the Patriots Alaska Cruise. We'll unpack the trends and influences shaping our world today while sailing the pristine coast of Alaska over 4th of July. Learn more at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. This experience is way more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in spirited discussions and thought-provoking lectures on board the ship with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days. We'll chart a course toward a bright American future all while surrounded by Alaska's rustic and natural wonders on a beautiful luxury cruise ship. You'll experience powerful creation immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Mark your calendar, June 29th, July the 6th. Secure your cabin by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Thank you, Mike Gallagher. Mike uh, graces the airwaves all across the country and right here on AM 970 at 10.05 right here today. You don't want to miss Mike Gallagher. Always a vital listen every single morning to the great Gallagher. All right, let me tell you about Fast Tech Industries, if I may, all right? Uh, he helped uh, the boys at Fast Tech, the gals, Teresa and, and John and Joe and, and everybody at, at uh, Fast Tech. They help you with all your construction and demolition and weekly waste removal needs. So these roll-off containers, I learned about all this you can get a roll-off container one of those containers you know you put outside your house from 10 to 40 yards perfect for house garage cleanouts construction demolition debris specializing in removal and recycling of dirt rock concrete brick and asphalt through all throughout all five boroughs by the way new jersey and you know what now westchester county oh yeah rear load trash containers from one to ten yards compactors from 25 to 40 yards number one supplier of recycled products number one wholesaler by the way of virgin quarry materials from bluestone to sand to belgian block number one provider of roll off containers joe c is standing by with you great guy all right 718-494-1600 718 718- 494-1600. Mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. You go online to FastTechIndustries.com, F-A-Z-T-E-C-I-N-D.com. FastTech Industries is now serving Westchester County. FastTech Industries is a DeFazio company. The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. 
get the app at am970theanswer.com. All right, we're covering everything this morning for you. 20 minutes uh, before 10 o'clock. Robert Laws, Director of the Center for Homeland Security and Immigration for the America First Policy Institute and a former senior official at uh, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services during the Donald J. Trump administration. Uh, Mr. Law, Robert, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us this morning. Uh, Good morning. Glad to be with you. So walk us through, if you'd be so kind, sir, uh, this quote-unquote bipartisan Senate border deal. Uh, what are we not seeing? What? It, uh, why are we not trusting this, Rob? Is that a good? Is that a good way to start? Oh, I think so. I think the the main thing that we're not seeing is we're not seeing bill text, and you know the devil is in the details. And I and I feel like this border deal is running um, the. Turning into you know Obamacare 2.0, where you know Pelosi famously said you have to pass the bill to find out what's in the <laughs> yeah, bill. Yeah. And I think you know most Americans found out that that really stunk, and and I, and that's what my concern is here with with this border bill is that there's been three or four members of the Senate behind closed doors negotiating, and they're refusing to share language. Um, and, and so, based off of what we're hearing, it does not sound like this would actually meaningfully secure the border hold this administration accountable for its complete dereliction of duty and throwing open of the border. And, and so that's really what the problem is at the end of the day, is that where is the language? Where is the language so we can actually see if this would pass any sort of border security test? It's so frustrating down there. Why do they do that? And they do this all the time because apparently they're going to try to attach whatever we talk about about the border, about the, the, the common sense politicians say, well, look, we have to secure our border. So then the Democrats are saying, well, only if you give to Ukraine, only if you give to Israel. I mean, why would they tie it all together, uh, Rob Law? I, I, we are so puzzled at this. We see the devastation. We know the warning signs. Also, also, Joe Biden is the guy that undid everything that Donald Trump did on day one, and he bragged about it. Just just go back and, and go back to where you were from day one or bring Donald Trump in as a consultant, you know, in the White House. Why do they make this so complicated, sir? Well, you know, that's sort of how, uh, you know, the dysfunction of D.C., where, you know, it's, it's cobbling together. I think this is a vote-buying operation, to be honest, and that's why, you know, something like the Ukraine funding cannot pass any longer on its own. You know, the American people have already been on the hook several times for large yeah. amounts of money over to Ukraine. Mm. And, and we've kind of kind of spoiled on that. And, and so I think this is an effort to try to buy some Republican support for that by claiming that they're doing border security. And as I said, as of right now, without seeing Bill Tex, it's really hard to know if this will would do anything. But from what I'm hearing reported about this border bill, it doesn't sound like not only would it not secure the border, but it could actually make the situation worse. Uh, it could actually institutionalize a lot of the mass illegal immigration that has occurred under Biden's watch. And then at the end of the day, Ukraine money happens. They get all that money. No telling where it goes with all the corruption going on over there. And then the American people still have an invasion at their southern border. Yeah, it is just very, very unsettling. I mean, what do you? How will this pass? How will this pass if no one's being told about it? it does then? Because I, I know it's in the Senate. It looks like McConnell and Schumer have their hands all over this. So that means they go. Will they pass it in the Senate? But doesn't the House have to okay it? How does that work, Robert Law? 
Right. So that's why this doesn't seem like it's actually going anywhere. And it really seems to, unfortunately, be more of a political exercise for the left, pretending that they care about border yes. security. Yeah, exactly. In an election year, where, exactly. as you noted, you know, for three years, the Biden administration has undone every single effective Trump administration's policy. They, they bragged about it. They held, you know, signing ceremonies of executive orders terminating every effective border policy that President Trump put in place and established the most secure border of our lifetime. And, and now all of a sudden they see that not only are they getting killed in the polls, but the American people are ranking the border and the immigration issue as their number one issue. Yeah, and yeah. so this is just a callous political exercise. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like there, there's this risk that people who care more about Ukraine's borders than our own borders are going along for the ride and they're, they're being a part, they're kind of being a pawn in this as well. That's a great observation. Exactly what it is. It's it's a political exercise uh, just for votes, and it will probably just say that boy. If that's not McConnell, if that's not Senator Schumer, uh, due respect to those gentlemen. But my, my goodness gracious, that's exactly what it is. And now we have, as you see, we're in New York, uh, Robert Law, and uh, we're we're seeing uh, migrants uh, uh, abusing police officers. They're in Ill- illegally in the country, and and when they when they accost and kick police officers in the head, and 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 I. I those words are coming out of my mouth, and I'm stunned by them, sir. And then what happens? They go to Alvin Bragg's office, and they let these people back out. And the guy, and these these migrants are flipping us off, flipping us off to the counter. What what country are we living in anymore? And 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 all they did was criticize Donald Trump. And that, look what's happening. And and it's only going to get worse. And uh, and if you're telling us that that's just a, a political exercise, nothing's going to happen, answer me this, if I may, because this is the question I have, sir, before we let you go, is that we talk with Tom Holman, we talk with Chad Wolf, you know, we talk with Mark Morgan and everybody involved with the, uh, the, uh, the, the border. How do you deport? Because once the, if the, once Donald Trump is reelected and, and then Tom Holman's the head of ICE, for example, and Tom said you could do it in a very humane way because you go for the really the bad guys who with criminal records first. But that's a, that's a tall task to deport the millions that have already gotten in here, sir. Well, you're absolutely right. And, and what you saw happen to the, you know, the brave men and women of, of NYPD was just absolutely you know, reprehensible. But this is unfortunately what happens when lawlessness begets more lawlessness. And, um, you know, New York City's policies of, of being pro-criminal are now uh, sort of incentivizing these illegal aliens, so-called asylum seekers. That's not the behavior of somebody fleeing persecution. That's a bad actor that has absolutely no regard right. for, for the United States. Uh, it, it is an absolute mess that has been created. But, uh, you know, you start going at it you know, you hit the most strategic ways of deporting illegal aliens as possible. You've got about 1.3, 1.4 million who have what's called a final order of removal, and they are still here. Mm-hmm. A judge has said you have no basis to be here. Those people are very easy to track down, and you can remove them immediately. You've got the real bad actors that are in federal and state prison. You go in and get them. You start removing them. You start tightening and eliminating all of those pull factors, the benefits that have been given out. You terminate the work permits. You cut off the welfare access. And that'll help, uh, you know, do it as well. You just start enforcing the law, and then you create a force multiplier. You deputize state and local law enforcement officials. And as they're doing run-of-the-mill law enforcement work, you come across an illegal alien, boom, you put them into removal proceedings as well, and you actually start sending people home. And that'll send the signal, the border is secure under you know, the next America first president, do not come. And those that are here, your time is is running short. So either remove yourself or we will take care of it for you.
Robert Law, director of the Center for Homeland Security and Immigration at the American First Policy Institute. Uh, if I may, uh, Rob, any any warning sign? I always ask this of uh, folks come in that have that have been uh, involved with homeland security. It, you know, we're just waiting for something to happen. Have you heard anything on the inside that you could uh, kind of leak to us on the air of uh, terrorists, terror cells being formed? That's my fear because it's, it's so obvious. We, as lay, I'm a layperson, I I'm on the radio. I see it as clear as day. Anything that we know of that you could report in on uh, Robert Law? Oh, it's definitely a legitimate concern. You know, what I've heard is that uh, you know it's not just the the border crossers who are you know, a national security threat, but also there are bad actors who are exploiting our legal immigration system. What I've heard from uh, from people at USCIS is that the fraud in national security detection folks have basically been completely sidelined. And so you have a bunch of woke adjudicators who are just rubber stamping approvals. And so you may actually have some very bad actors who are actually given a legal immigration status that they absolutely should not have. So it's not just the border. Our legal immigration system is also being exploited by this administration. And um, you know, I hope nothing bad does happen, but certainly the formula has been put in place to allow something like that to manifest within our nation's borders. Yeah, great conversation, Robert Law. Please come back. Uh, keep us posted if you would, and thanks for your service to, uh, to America and the Trump administration, sir. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Robert Law right there. I'm telling you something. Put your politics aside. Stop the hate, please. This is Joey talking to you. Stop it. Uncle Joe on the radio. You got to make a change because I'm telling you, you know, what's really scary. And I don't know if it's acquired the sixth sense. You could tell we could we on this show. And I'm going to say with the greatest of humility, starting with the with the virus. Where did it come from? How to stop it? What medicine stop it? We had all the answers. We had every every single answer. We are the answer. And we and I'm telling you, it's you know why? Because we work hard because we love you enough to work hard and you think it's easy and ain't easy like rodney said i'll tell you it's not easy i'll tell you we 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 layered this through and through there's something gonna happen there's something that's gonna happen unless you put somebody in that that is so against the grain in washington that rocks the house you need somebody strong somebody crazy somebody with an incredible ego anybody in mind so no i'm telling you and you walk me through i like joe manchin i'll tell you he's a very decent gentleman and i think he could probably bring everybody together but could he ever win uh, Vivek is very smart, of course, but he's with Donald Trump, which I think was the smart thing to do. And, and, and I really would love to see Vivek go out there and, and, you know, put, let Donald Trump, you know, just kind of be the statesman, right? And let Vivek, uh, talk about what he talks about because they're all vital issues. And then there's RFK Jr., but he's not going to win. They're going to shut him down too because he speaks the truth too much. So there you got. Now, now what do you got? Who do you got? Nikki Haley, forget it. You're going to be in more war. You want more wars? You want the Bush Cheney machine back in Washington? You want Biden back in? You want Kamala? I'm Piscopo on the radio and I'm listening to you. Tell me, tell me who else. You tell me who else. And I, I, and I, you gotta look to a, a person that has done this before, has locked our border down, who created the best economy in half a century, who, who respected the military, respected law enforcement. But this is the danger. If Donald Trump does get back in, and, and it looks, I don't believe those polls. We're gonna bring on the McLaughlin's tomorrow because I see something from Quinn Piaka, but I don't believe, I don't believe that. Oh, now all of a sudden, uh, Biden's beating Trump. No, that's not, in all the swing states, Trump is beating Biden. And in any, 
pro-Trump speech. Stop with the hate. This is let's save America speech. That's what that is. And the problem is when you get in, you try to save America, the mainstream media, the press is going to vilify whoever it is. Whoever it is. If it's Nikki Haley, if it's a Republican, they're going to vilify that person. And you and I have to stay strong. And we can, and, and, and again, like Debbie and I were saying earlier, show up, vote. And if you got to mail in, mail in. we got to do everything. It's now or never. It's do or die for America. I'm telling you, it's a vital time. And we will get there. So help me God, we will get there. Debbie's out there on the roads. Debbie, how are we doing this morning? Traffic in New York. Uh, we've got some issues out here, Joe. We're going to start on the Palisades Parkway South exit 16 into Stony Point. An accident. It's in the left lane. It looks like they finally reopened that right lane. Everything was closed for a while over there. Watch for some slowdowns as well as you take a ride over to the Staten Island Expressway West at Bradley Ave. Construction in the HOV lane. We're seeing construction at the Whitestone Bridge getting into Queens. LIE heading west at Glencove Road. That stalled construction vehicle is still out there. 287 North, exit 13 in Bridgewater. They're still working on a crash over there. One in nine local lanes northbound the ramp to Route 22. We're getting reports of an accident with injuries, so watch for that. And also some ongoing construction as you head over to the Van Wick northbound, heading up toward Liberty Ave. That's construction blocking one lane going on until 2 this afternoon. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill, wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. It's the AM 970 Weather Answer Forecast. 
Any amount of early sunshine will give way to clouds as our high temperature gets to near 50, and then we'll dip down to 40 overnight. And we are looking at a little bit of rain and drizzle that could even be some wet snow mixing in in the inland areas, and so just be aware travel could be slowed that direction. The rest of tomorrow is going to be breezy with clouds, perhaps some sunshine, a high of 46, sunny and blue Saturday at a high temp of 42. This is meteorologist Jeff Nordine on AM 970, The Answer. Thank you, Jeffrey. Joe on the radio. Mike Gallagher coming up. Telling you about Relief Factor one last time. You know, I'm telling you. I'm telling you what's going to happen. It's February. Happy February. You know, February. And you know what? What's going to happen? Spring's going to come. Spring is here. And it's going to be upon us. And you're going to go, I'm hurting. I can't move. I can't walk. I'm going to go, just stop. Just stop. You got to try Relief Factor. I love you. And I'm going to tell you something that works for millions of people. So, so a million people have tried the three-week quick start kit. Almost 70% go on to order more. And, and the good thing about Relief Factor, it helps support your body's natural response to inflammation. It's so it's a hundred percent drug free. Omega threes you get, you get turmeric, you get that resveratrol I tell you about, and it's a hundred percent drug free. And you can do the activities that you love as spring comes upon us. Deal, deal. Three week quick start. Only nineteen ninety five from Relief Factor. Nineteen ninety five with you ready for it. Feel better or your money back guarantee. You, you got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Eight hundred four relief. Eight hundred the number four the word relief. Or again, please relieffactor.com. Mike Gallagher is next on AM 970. The answer. Open the door. Nothing is different. We've been here before. Pacing these halls. Trying to talk over the silence. All right. Hey, uh, what did we miss, Joey? Anything? That's New Billy Joel. This is the new one. Very good album. Turn the lights back on. First uh, new album, complete new album, yes? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, this is just a single. Uh, I don't think he has said he is going to release another album, but it's his first hear, single in Keep it going, uh, keep it going for a second. Yeah. Thank you. Uh. I'm late, but I'm here right now. Sounds Though great. I used to be romantic, I forgot somehow. That's great. That's actually great. Thank you, Albert, for doing that. Mm-hmm. That drops today. Drops today, you're saying? Yeah. Very cool. Very well. Have fun, Al. Be careful. Thank you. Watch yourself. Be careful out there at your at your concert. And, um, you know, don't, don't come back with whiplash from banging your head too much. Hey, Joey Sibilia, thank you so much. Thank great you. show. Great show. Let's do it tomorrow. We'll have some fun tomorrow. Absolutely. It's Friday tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Friday tomorrow. Yay. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Debbie Duhame. Cara Fasaro, thank you for always tweeting out everything right on time. Michael, thanks for answering the phone. Hey, would you do me a big favor and go out and make it the best day ever? Would you do that? Because you deserve it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.